Welcome back to our EMG podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the episode so far. And if you have, please make sure you subscribe and give us five stars. So Spencer's taken a bit of a break today and I'm instead joined by my colleague Louise Rogers, who works very closely with me on our Gold magazine. Hi, Louise. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, So in our latest issue of Gold, uh, which was out a few days ago, our infographic was all about reviewing the pharma industry in 2018, so from January to November. You were obviously very closely involved in creating this infographic and gathering the data and the information for it. So could you give our listeners a quick summary as to what the infographic is all about? Sure. So for this infographic, we basically wanted to show the events and stories that have had a large impact in pharma's year of 2018. So we decided to focus on three areas, mergers and acquisitions, drug approvals and appointments. And having had the opportunity, because you were obviously one of the people that was looking out for when news stories were breaking, especially closer to the time of when when we were actually publishing the infographic. What, in your opinion, was, let's say, the most dramatic month or um, the most eventful one, in your opinion? The most dramatic month, you know what, May stands out to me after a lot of back and forth. Takeda agreed to buy Shire for a huge $62 billion dollars. The largest deal of 2018, I believe I'm correct in saying. Um, And it was also the month that Novartis scored their second FDA approval for CAR T-cell therapy Chimera for the treatment of large B-cell lymphoma. And then it got approved in late August, I believe, by the European Commission. And it's just really exciting to see innovative cutting-edge therapies like CAR T getting approved. And hopefully we're going to see a near future where these treatments are becoming available to all who need them. So it's really exciting times. Absolutely. And what about you, Sen? Was there a particular month that you that stood out to you the most, you found most interesting? So there isn't a particular month, which I would say uh, has been very dramatic. But when you look at our infographic, you will see that April has had the most events. So there have been the most appointments, there have been the most drug approvals, etc. So you'd automatically think, hmm, you know, April was a busy month for the pharma industry. But actually, one of the events that stood out the most for me is in June when Amazon acquired PillPack for £1 billion. And for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you are aware, PillPack uh, supplies pre-sorted prescription drugs and other services to people who take multiple medications in the US. I think it's only available in the US at the moment, will be uh, to begin with but it's really exciting because it's a big deal uh, and potentially it gives Amazon the opportunity to partner up with many other pharmaceutical industries to essentially offer that distribution channel for them Um, so that as as someone who is very interested and fascinated with Amazon as a business for me was was really interesting to then see them moving into the industry that I actually work for uh, and working in pharma and generally I think it's something that's talked about a lot in the pharma industry and something that we've talked a lot about in gold as well um, how these giant technology companies are slowly moving into the healthcare industry and either collaborating with pharma companies or competing with them and I believe you actually wrote one of our pieces in the first issue of gold about whether pharma companies should be competing or collaborating with these tech giants so I would definitely ask our listeners to go and check that out if that's something that they're interested in Um, but yeah that was an awesome article by you. Thank you but from all the different events that we attended we've attended quite a few, Cannes, Alpha Pharma and the influential people we've spoken to is there a trend that you believe has shaped 2018? I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say there is a specific trend. There have been multiple things that have been brewing and multiple things that have come more to the surface or been talked about a lot more in the industry. I think it would be it would be rude for me not to mention patient centricity because not only do we talk about it a lot, but all of the events that we have gone to this year have also really focused on that quite a lot. 
And again, I would definitely ask our listeners to go and check out our most recent issue where we've interviewed Lauda Wolf, where we've got an uh, article in there about patient centricity as well. So that is certainly something that will continue to become a prime focus. Other than patient centricity, one of the things that I've noticed a lot, and again, this hasn't really been talked about actually a lot in the events, but something that we've noticed a lot with speaking to individuals directly, is this focus in pharma whereby they're now open to recruiting more people outside of the industry. And I think one of the most recent examples that comes to my mind is Ian McKay, who was previously at HSBC and who's now been appointed as the Chief Financial Officer at GSK. So things like that have certainly taken shape more so over the last year. Not that that wasn't the case before, but I think it's happening more so now with more senior boardroom types of positions as well. So generally talent uh, as a topic has certainly been something that has been an ongoing trend throughout this year in recruiting people outside of the industry into the industry as well to give a different perspective and bring this new flair into pharma. So yeah, those would be the two uh, main, I guess, trends that I've, I've noticed myself over the last year really. So yeah, but what about you? What would you say has been your main takeaway for 2018? I think the main takeaway for me is it really is about the people, people who are making these things happen, changing lives, disrupting the industry. Mm-hmm. And I think here at EMG, we're really lucky to have met some of these individuals and you know talk, spoken to them, listened to their life stories. Mm. Um, yeah, that's really been my takeaway. And I hope that 2019 will see the same. And, and uh, w- one slightly different question off the back of that then, because you have been one of those people who's been leading those interviews and conducting those interviews and arranging them. And I know we, d- we, we don't do favourites because all of the interviews that we've ever done are absolutely amazing. But if there is one that stood out to you, which one would you say it was? Do you know what? It was probably in our second issue when I had the pleasure of interviewing Gita Arbol, the CEO and president of Leo Pharma. Mm. Just the work she's done, how she's embedded patient centricity through her whole organization. And it just resonates. So when she's up on stage, she's just really inspiring and such a great leader. And similar to you, she's Danish. So, she, oh, of course, yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> that uh, yeah, helped. She is Danish, so fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today, Louise. I know it was quite short notice, but uh, it was great to have you on board and, and talk about the infographic that we so closely worked on. Oh, it was no problem. It was a pleasure. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. And tune in again next week uh, where we'll be discussing more things to do with pharma. Uh, But until then, again, hopefully, if you have been enjoying the podcast so far, please do give us a five star rating and subscribe. Uh, It really does help us. And again, if you do have any feedback or any other areas that you'd like us to cover and talk about, do get in touch. In the meantime, if you haven't already seen our latest issue of gold, please subscribe on www.emg-gold.com.